Hello, and welcome to the Wet Bandits Podcast, Season 3, which has no meaning anymore, other than we throw a little theme together, and the theme here is soundtracks, but we're not doing soundtracks now. So we do soundtracks as a palate cleanser in between discographies by certain bands, 90s bands, at least in our estimation, qualifications. Yeah. I'm Mike, and this is Sam. Yo. Hello. And we are two-fifths of the 90s cover band, The Wet Bandits. Uh, you know us. You love us. If you're in a small fraction of the Columbus area. Yeah. Just kidding. They're, we have like a million likes. Dude. I, we've I put a lot of work now in. Now it's like a million and point one or something. Yeah. <laughs> it is 1.1M. Yeah. Um, so we started this, as we always do, with me having to start the song over twice because of you know the program that i use to play these songs and it starts playing like three seconds into the song and it just loses all effect and i forgot that our settings here this is why hashtag get us a producer um our little settings here like you have to press save when you change stuff if you want to keep it that way which is good it makes sense but i always forget that you have no music audio in your headphones (laughs) so i've actually saved it this time the last like three episodes you've Uh been like hey (laughs) <laughs> nothing in here dude and, can't and we, hear dude yeah and we flicks fix it on the fly and then it's fine but then i forget to hit save so now what, i've hit save how much practice does it take to get fluent with this mothership uh hmm i'm not fluent with it yeah uh but but i think i know how to do most things uh-huh. on i think uh old people like dad jokes would be like i know just enough to be dangerous <laughs> right I do know just enough to be dangerous with it, but the, like the subtle nuances of how to get this board to work, I don't understand. Yeah. But if you were like, I need more treble, I can do that. <laughs> you know? Um, need more bass. Yeah, whatever. Um, so, yeah, not that interesting to people. You know what? While we're talking about things that aren't interesting, please remember, because we forgot last time, to subscribe. For Christ's sake, subscribe, rate, and review. Haven't had a good review to read in a while. But Have you checked? No. <laughs> I mean, we didn't last week, and I did check yeah. last week. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I don't know if we have a new one. We may have a new one, but Maybe I haven't looked. Did. We probably do. But, you know, I can't blame the listener, because I still have not written my review for North Shore Adult Types. Mm-hmm. But you, that is coming next episode, I swear. Next episode, I'll read that review. Okay, I'll write I'm it. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was, I was talking about things. We were talking about writing our albums. Yeah. And I was thinking yeah. about my, on my run today about mm-hmm. actually doing it, writing my own solo album, and then I was thinking about writing my review for Adult Types. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Like when you're running, like everything just comes to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I do my best thinking. Uh huh. It's also, unfortunately, like you don't run with a pen and paper. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's like when like you're sleeping and you're like starting to think of ideas and you're like, uh, but I'm too lazy to get out of the bed. Though. Uh-huh, yeah. That's a big problem. We, in high school, we used to call that, um, well, were you talking about in the morning or just in bed in general? Just like when you're about to sleep or Dude, like in the middle it. of the night. And, and I think Seinfeld actually like also talked about this, but but I swear to you, my friends and I came up with this on our own separate from Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. But we used to talk about Night Guy and how Night Guy was like, you'd go to bed and you'd have these grand, you know, thoughts of things you were going to do. Uh-huh. Like you had these brilliant ideas that like you had, you really, a lot of times they required a little bit of courage. Like you yeah. were going to make this happen. Right. And right. here's how you were going to do it. You're going to say this to this person or you were going to do this to that uh-huh. person. And it's like, you and then you'd be wake up in the morning. You'd be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like you're that. almost like wasted, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We called that person night guy. <laughs> That's we funny. talked about night guy a lot. Um, 
And yeah. The, and the night guy gives you the courage. Yeah, <laughs> he does. He does. He teaches me. Yeah. I, I can see like, me. Uh, like Rhodey. Yeah. It, you know, talking about night guy. Uh-huh. Like, and it's, and it's 11 p.m. about to go to bed. <laughs> I'm about to tuck in in the covers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do know it. That's good. That was a pretty good, like on the fly song yeah. you just wrote anyway uh here's why you need to rate even though i was kind of joking like we got off on a uninteresting foot if this was your first time listening to this episode which i don't know how this happens it could be. all the time <laughs> i don't know how this could be your first episode because you know what episode you downloaded you know nobody subscribes before they've you know li- well in that would be I, living on the edge yeah right <laughs> like, so uh anyway if just by some act of chance you know this was your first episode that you you've listened to i think you should know that right now you should subscribe because if you're here now it's because you're interested in red hot chili peppers second release freaky styly and there is no fucking podcast in the world yeah. that is doing as deep a dive into what must be your favorite band of all time if you're listening to this uh, out there. The, we're the podcast for you. And so if you're interested in this kind of thing, you need to hit that subscribe and button now. come on now. the podcast. And come on the... Yeah, because we could use... We've got some guests lined up, but we can always use more. We could use some Chili Pepper fans yeah, in real, the room right now. Yeah, real chilies. I contacted Under the Bridge. Do you know who Under the Bridge are? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The they are band. the Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band that we met did mm-hmm. we meet them yeah did we talked to them um at our trade show in november was it was that a night guy decision <laughs> to talk to them <laughs> yeah no like, hey man come on the <laughs> no they oh oh to ask them to be <laughs> yeah. on the podcast no i really wanted them because you know they're about in the same place we are they're up they're from cleveland-ish okay um so they're kind of in a similar spot where they're like you know they're they gig you no, know, mm-hmm. they play out, and so they are, they're busy, not quite as busy as we are, but they might be a little more selective with their yeah. um, gigs or, or whatever. Um, I don't know. They, they sounded, the guy that responds to their, um, to their Facebook messages sounded like maybe they'd be interested, but like, no, nobody mm-hmm. has said anything to me since then. So anyway, um, we may not, we may not hear from them, but we had a couple other guests that, one, Kevin Brennan. Yeah. Kevin Brennan is going to do two episodes with us once we get once we get there. I don't want to mention what they are yet because we may change our mind at some yeah. point. <laughs> but um, but he is our most listened to guest. Okay. So so we're we're looking for a boost from Kevin. A little Brennan. boost. Little boost in listenership. Anywho, so that's what we're. I I already said it. Today is Freaky Styly, Red Hot Chili Peppers second album we already talked about their self-titled release freaky Sally came out on august 16th 1985 1985 we were looking at the number one song on the billboard charts was shout shout let it all out these are the things we can do you don't like that song someone showed me that in high school and it was like check this out this is so funny (laughs) (laughs) what what was so funny about it just like the music video, like they're like in a, oh. bed, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I actually don't know the video. Oh yeah, but it, is it like bad funny? It's eighties cheese, dude. Right. Yeah. What if there was a cheese to be called eighties? Like, what would be it? it? Like, take a cheese that's a real cheese, yeah. and name it for the eighties, or like make up a name like, for a no. cheese. Oh, both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's going to be hard to do on the fly. Okay, it might not be... I'm going to take a real cheese And then first. what would be the 90s cheese? Okay. So a real cheese that represents the 80s. Not not because people liked it in the 80s, but because like everything about that cheese... You probably what, like American. Ooh. I wasn't going to say American. I actually think like 2000s is the okay. American cheese. Because it's like, I mean, because it's all fake, 
yeah. and processed. <laughs> like 80s music, I'm not like as much of a fan of, but they most of the time they're playing their instruments. Yeah. There's yeah. real milk in that cheese. Yeah. Not oil. Yeah. Um I'm gonna say like provolone. No, provolone's too good. Yeah. I'm a big provolone. Oh really? Fan. Yeah. I'm gonna say Monterey Jack. Now Ooh, hear me I, out. I don't even know my cheeses, dude. So okay. I'm listening. Monterey Jack, and ah, uh, God, forgive me, dairy farmers of the world, if I'm getting this wrong. But I'm pretty certain that most of your like most of your cheeses are are cheddar. Yeah. That are just like colored or processed slightly differently, mm-hmm. and I think Monterey Jack fits in there. And Monterey Jack to me is. That she like Subway will be yeah. like, oh, we got our new Monterey steak sub, and it's like, oh, okay, so the like the name sounds cooler, but it actually doesn't taste. But that I've been good. eating this for five years. <laughs> exactly. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. new about this. That's what I think. That's what the '80s are to me. Yeah, a little bit. Dude, I think the '90s are like is like Swiss. Yeah. Like strong smell, kind of hard to eat. Takes some time to d- digest what people. <laughs> so low on moisture yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so accurate yeah or parmesan yeah oh like, yeah it's like, like you uh-huh. you don't slice that you grate it <laughs> yeah and then you try to digest it all right <laughs> you can't you can't even bite into it you just have to like right nick away uh-huh yeah <laughs> I, I was i'm pleased with that question so yeah Anyway, Shout was the number one song on the <laughs> Billboard charts, August 16, 1985. Number one mainstream rock song, Money for Nothing from Dire Straits. Okay. You know that I didn't song? know that was 90s. Uh, it's not. Because oh. even cause yeah, we're, we're doing, before the Chili what Peppers What am I doing 90s. here, dude? That, no, you, that's an easy mistake to make. In fact, some listeners, the people who randomly chose this episode uh-huh. out of the ether and were like, mm, I'll just listen to this. I don't care about the Chili Peppers or the Wet Bandits, but I'll just cho- choose this one episode out of... The millions of episodes I could have chosen, they're wondering right now. Like, oh, they said they do 90s stuff. Well, we think the Chili Peppers are a 90s band. I uh-huh. mean, they're also an 80s band. They're also a 2000s band. But yep. they're definitely not not a 90s band. Mm-hmm. So they fit. But we're covering the whole discography. We're still in the 80s. So Money for Nothing, Dire Straits was the number one mainstream rock song. August 16th, 1985. Number one album was Reckless by Brian Adams, which... I'm not, I didn't know, I looked up like the singles from, I don't know anything mm. from that album. I don't. Do you know Brian Adams at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am not, I understand and appreciate people that are Brian Adams fans. I'm just not really mm-hmm. one of them, you know? Yeah, I never. Yeah, so that's that. That's the, all, that's the background for The only you. 80s I really listen to is the metal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, the reason we do that, I guess, the reason we go through that is because it kind of gives us a little bit of a backdrop for when these things are released. Mm-hmm. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers were like, bam, bam, one, two, two albums right in a row. Um, you know, they they do their uh, self-titled release. And then almost exactly a year later, I think it was like 53 weeks later, they released Freaky Styley. And so the landscape hasn't changed that much. It's still like 80s pop, 80s like hair metal is still really popular Mm -hmm. dire straits are obviously a little different from that but you get the idea uh rap rock and and punk are not the most popular things but will be yeah but it's coming and red hot chili peppers have a you know a lot to do with with that this is like what i was talking about earlier about like the change in decades in music yeah like this is like 85 and they're just now catching on right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then once the early 90s come right People are ready. Yeah, people are ready. Um, Took a little bit to digest, like Swiss, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Um. So we. Ooh, that was a good like Miller Lite should capture that audio, like to put in their commercials. Yeah, that's our first. That's our first sponsorship. Yeah. I'll uh, keep the labels towards the camera. So big, the biggest change from outside of the outside of the band from album one to album two is that they went away from Andy Gill, uh, one of their heroes uh, producing their first album. 
and and recording it to George Clinton. That's badass, man. Yeah, which I, mean, I th- think we talked about on the last episode. How psyched would you be if you're the Chili Peppers, like Flea, like digging into all those funk albums when you're like you're learning how to play, and like George Clinton's like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna produce your record. Yeah, man, it is weird. Like, it's and, and obviously in the I can't read everything there is on the Red Hot Chili Peppers in the background of George Clinton and Parliament and all that like leading up to this. But it is strange to me that like they had so much street cred right out of the yeah. right off the bat where like well you'll also read that like studio executives hated them and mm-hmm. like actively wanted them to not do well because they were such like punks for lack of a better word. And you know, they've got all these drug problems and like I'm I'm just surprised that that George Clinton, you know, they get this hero of theirs, and I granted Andy Gill's not mega famous in the United States even at that time, but like, then they're then they've got George Clinton like as a backup. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how that happens, but George Clinton was not, from what I understand, George Clinton what is wasn't in the best place in the world either. Like, he was he was, uh, he's got Parliament, and he's got what was the other group, uh. Funkadelic. Funkadelic, yeah. I wanted to say Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) P-Phone. Funkadelic. And with the scope of those bands, he's basically like managing and paying 40 people. Mm -hmm. And what I guess around this time, he started to realize he he didn't have enough money and didn't have the wherewithal to be able to manage all that himself. And so he wasn't in a super easy place either. And maybe he just thought like, I take these guys under my wing and kind of like help them get big and that'll help me. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not saying George Clinton needed money, but like that's maybe kind of why he was, he saw something that, and maybe he saw an early band that had flea in it and was like, I can mold these guys into something that I think is great. And other people will think is great. And I don't know. Uh, There's not to get too much into like race again. Cause we got into a talk two episodes ago when we were doing Coneheads with the weird stuff that bare naked ladies did uh-huh. you can go back two episodes and listen to that but i not to get into the psyche because you can't but i do also wonder you know if it was at all financially motivated you know we've eminem has is a great rapper and has had great success and i think some people will wonder well like did he have more success doing similar things that black people did because eminem's white so may, maybe mm. there's a little bit of like well the red hot chili peppers because they're white, have a little bit more success doing something that other bands are mm-hmm. already, or black groups are already doing because they're white. I don't know. I'm just trying to put together how this mm. might have happened. We could look at like Elvis. Exact. Well, you, yeah. You know, clearly, clearly. I mean, there's examples all over the place of yeah. like uh, black groups do something first, and then white groups adopt it and do it. You know, maybe more poorly, or you know, that's up for its own debate, but. Uh, who knows? Who yeah. knows? But like, um, but those guys like George Clinton, you know, he's probably like forties at that time. Or, yeah, yeah. You know? I, well, I don't know. Actually, Usually, those guys like get into the producing scene too. True. You know, at the same time. True, and and on some level, you know, you produce what's available to yeah. you. It's not. I don't want to say like that's definitely what happened. It could have just been like the Red Hot Chili Peppers fell in his lap and he and he liked them. Yeah, you know, that I mean, may be all you need. What other funk bands were out there? He's like, right. hell yeah, I need something fresh. Right, yeah, and they were fresh. Yeah. So anyway, we, we can talk more about that as we get into it. Let's kick it off. Down, 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 down
I'm a jungle man. I'm your jungle man. I'm a jungle man. I get all the bush I can. Red Hot Chili Peppers, famously big fans of George H.W. Bush. Uh, This is obviously during the Reagan administration. They were really looking forward to Reagan's eight-year term, followed by really rocking the vote to get George H.W. Bush as the next president. Oh, really? No. Made that up. Yeah. That's what all the, but that's, I was saying that that's what Mm. all the Bush, get all the Bush I can, they just couldn't get any more George H.W. Bush. Like they wanted it so bad. So they get all the Bush they can. Uh George H.W. Bush. You know, that might not have been what they were talking about. They might have been talking about something (laughs) else. (laughs) I don't know. But um, here's what I'll say. Uh, you can like or dislike the first two albums. Uh, this, I think the Red Hot Chili Peppers, at least with these two, have shown that they know how to kick off an album. Yeah. Right? Like, first album was True Men Don't Kill Coyotes, and I think Jungle Man is... That's a good song. It's a good, it's a, it's a good way to start this album. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure it's as good of a song, but, like, yeah. it's a good way to start the album. Um... I don't, this is a good time to bring up that Hillel Slovak is the new guitar player, new old guitar player that's on this album. He was one of the original members, wasn't on the first album. We've already gotten into why um, in the previous episode, but he came in for this one. And I don't love the guitar. My beef with this song is just the guitar tone. I don't really like it. You know, the... It's way too chorusy. Oh yeah, you know. I was I, wondering what to call that effect. But oh, it could be a flanger too. No, like, no, that chorus definitely makes sense. Um, but that's what I don't. He's such a like a clean tone guitar player. Typically, mm-hmm. I don't know why they went that route. But yeah. everything else I like about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it the drum? The same drummer, Cliff like Martinez. The, it's the studio drummer, or is it like the um? Like the same thing with the guitar player. No, no. Uh, I think I know what you mean. So the original guitar player and original drummer were, respectively, Hillel Slovak and Jack Irons. Mm. Instead, for the first album, the guitar player was Jeff Sherman. Drummer was Cliff Martinez. They fire Jeff Sherman. Hillel Slovak joins for the second album, but but not Jack Irons. So this is still the... The drummer from the first album, Cliff Martinez, um, which will lead us to to the second song here. This is a cover of a song by The Meters. It's it's called Hollywood, but the original was called Africa. And already, this is what I'm talking about on the guitar tone. Why didn't they just use this uh, same guitar tone in the first song? What do you think about this song? I like it. It what do you, my, my, reminds me of like Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yeah. Yeah. What about, Do you like Cliff Martinez on this song? Yeah. I like the little like ghost notes, whatever he's doing. Yeah. Dude, I do not like it at all. Uh-huh. Like, especially when they get to the chorus. Like... His like, da, 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 da. like, maybe this is how you're supposed to do it, but it seems way too straight to me. We're about to get there here. That's why the volume is going up. I just, it's just like not. I get that you're not supposed to swing everything, and especially mm. in funk. Like a lot of times, funk, you you think you're supposed to swing things, and actually, the way you're supposed to do it is like mega straight. Mm. But he seems to me to be just like leaning back a little too much. Yeah, and I'm just not. I don't care for how his interpretation of this. I don't know the original mm. song at all. Yeah, neither do I. Um, but I don't know. It's okay. This is. And this is, again, the kind of thing we were talking about, race. Like, this is a song about Take Me Back to Africa. Mm. And they're singing about their brothers. Yeah. And, like, like this is, you know, four white guys doing what is clearly, like, a song by a black group that's, 
you know, singing about their heritage, mm-hmm. which, but it doesn't seem as gross to me as the as the uh, bare naked, bare naked yeah. ladies, because the bare naked ladies seemed like they were making a joke. Yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers don't seem like they were making a joke. No, they were just like, let's just do this cool song. Yeah, and like we'll do it, you know, our way or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously, if you get the blessing of George Clinton, you feel better. Yeah, about it. right. Um, so anyway, anything else about about this song? No. Okay, let's move on to American Ghost Dance. I like this one. Dude, the bass line. Any additional thoughts? Groovy, man. Yeah, yeah. It, this, is, for me, is like a all-about flea song. Like, the bass line it yeah. is very tight. But I, I don't like... It's fine. I like it, but it's not like a game-changer for me. Actually, I do like the chorus, too. I like that, like, sleigh bell. Dude, I didn't notice it, but that's perfect. Yeah. That sleigh bell uh, does work, though. Cool song, cool song. The next one is another cover. This is a Sly Stone cover called If You Want Me mm. to Stay. This song sounds least like the Chili Peppers, I think, on here. Oh, you can tell it. This actually sounds like a new Chili Peppers. And I don't know New Chili Peppers that well, but yeah. but I could see why that would be. Dude, I would love to play in a punk band. Song's cool, right? Yeah. And the speculation here for why they would do this song, going back on the drug angle, was that when Sly Stone wrote this uh the idea was sort of like, because the lyrics are essentially like, if you want me to stay, you got to accept me for what I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was kind of saying like, hey, quit judging me that I do all these drugs. Like, if you want me to write songs like this, I got to keep doing drugs, which I think is debatable. We already had that discussion, dude. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but that's maybe what the song is about. So that's how that lands on here. Um, the next one on here is Nevermind. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to read that like like the Nirvana album, oh, yeah. like Nevermind, or mm-hmm. if I'm supposed to read it like Nevermind, which is, this difference is subtle, but it's uh-huh. there. I was young and cute. We shot a bad game of poo, and I hustled all the chumps like a fine. Now they call me the swan, cause I weighed my magic wand, and I loved all the women to death. I pottied hard, packed a mean rod, and I knocked you out with a right or left. More like um, the first album. Yeah. The- right. Um. And it's sort of like them in that they mention themselves yeah. a lot in this. Uh, you like this song? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's just... Actually, I don't really like uh-huh. it. it. It's like childish to me. And I get that they may be having a little fun with it too, but I just don't... It reminds me... Have we talked about Flat of the Concords on this at all? That um, HBO show? Maybe briefly. Yeah, okay. So the, they, those guys are a musical duo. And there's one episode where Brett, one of the characters, writes writes a, a diss song. You know, like he, he, he writes a rap song that's just like dissing oh. all these other rappers. And it's ser- like the lyrics are like, Most Def is not very good. <laughs> Dr. Dre is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac yeah. is not very good. And... This isn't that far from that. It's basically uh, like soft sell is shit. Like yeah. hollow notes, they're goats. Like 
Dude, those aren't even smart burns. Those are terrible, uh, childish burns. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, it's it's almost seems like like this was like made at the time of the first album. They like threw it on this one. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really, yeah, it does. Um, I tried to find this out, but I couldn't with what little uh, with my you know few resources. D- do you think that's Anthony Kiedis? On the vocals? It I does, think so. You do? I was like questioning it, but I was like, yeah, that's probably him. Okay. I hope so. I mean, I'm going to feel foolish. Hopefully someone hits us up and is like, I know who it is. It's George Clinton. Oh, You know, or whatever. But but he's not credited, I don't think. Yeah. Um, this is the weirdest liner notes. Did you get the Did you get the album, like the vinyl? Yeah, I didn't look through it, though. Yeah, yeah. It's really hard to re- make sense of the uh-huh. liner notes for this one. The album cover's weird. It's got like three or four of each band me- the band members three or four times each yeah. i don't know it's it's interesting though um so anyway uh freaky styley is the next the title track is the next song This one reminds me a little bit because it's mostly because it's kind of an instrumental, but also because of like the ambiance of it reminds me of the last song from Red Hot Chili Peppers, Grand Pappy Duplenty. So like listening to this just kind of like inspires you that like just playing music is like endless possibilities, like Flea's bass riff. You know what I mean? It's like, is this something so simple, but something nobody else would think of to play? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, like, bass chord, and then he's playing, like, I assume it's, like, the octave. You're, you're right. You it's just, I mean? they're just octaves of yeah. each other. So he's barely, it's hardly anything, kind of. Like, yeah. not much movement. It's but it, And he's still playing it. Yeah. You know? You're right. Just, like, he's just going with the flow, bro. Yeah. He is freaky. Freak. Freaky styling. Yeah, dude. Yeah. What do you think that means? Like, you stylishly freaky? Uh, I looked this up and didn't write it down. You got a freaky style? I, for, I forget. No, I think it was kind of... Or is it a person's name? I'm probably wrong. I, I think my impression was that freaky style was kind of like how people started to say, like, hella. Oh. Like, you know, um, you know, it just kind of was something that was good. Yeah. You know? Um, just wrote off the tongue. Like, this Miller Lite is freaky style, yeah. man. Yeah. I, it's probably more nuanced than that, um, but I don't know. Yeah. This album, this was 1985. There wasn't enough internet to pass that yeah. legend around yet. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're ha- not quite halfway through yet, but... Dude, I, we should post on like the Los Angeles Craigslist and be like, where did this word come from? Yeah, we should. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe something for next week. Um for us to tell you next week, I mean, Black Eyed Blonde, track seven. This sounds like the first album to yeah. me, too. Hard pause. So this isn't my favorite song on here, but if you want to hear something, quote, tight Dope. as hell. Uh, I'm going to cut to about 157 here. Like they're all on the same page there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That saves the song for me. Not that it's bad. I'm just not super into it. Um, Brother's Cup is the eighth song, and it means something, too, that I couldn't figure out. This sounds like an old funk song. Yeah. Yeah, I'm too 
Lots of reverb back on the vocals again. Sounds a little a- earlier 80s rap-ish, like mm. Sugar Hill Gang, but this is a cool song too, right? Yeah. At least I think it is. Makes me bob my head. Yeah. Um. This is... I'm, I have like this little conflict where I'm like, mm, I feel like we should be more... This is not to me... I'm going to say it now. This is not like a classic album. Oh, like yeah. I have my beefs with Uh these songs mostly that like a lot of them are for me they don't bring out a lot of emotion like Mm -hmm. i i can listen to riffs and and grooves and be like okay that's cool but like a lot of this to me is not fully realized songs Mm -hmm. so you know while i can say like oh this is cool that's cool whatever it's not like i love all of this yeah in fact of what we've heard so far, I really only love Jungle Man. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not in love with a lot of these. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, I. I could totally like. I mean, like today, for example, No Cloud in the Sky. I could definitely roll down the windows to this album, though. Yeah, I hear you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're right, and and, you know, just because I don't love it all doesn't mean it's not worthy of of my car CD player on a cloudless day, yeah. you know, s- 72 degrees and no humidity. Yeah. Not a cloud in the sky, but it, it is kind of like, I don't know. I'm just not, Uh huh. if I want to get jacked up, you know, go to the gym, throw some, toss some iron or like go run a race or like yeah. go get in a fight that this album doesn't like do it for me or even like, actually I could drink to this. Yeah. But I might pick something else first. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, moving on. This one, to me, is the punkiest tune on the album. What do you think about that battleship? I like it. I like like the punk vibe, but then there's the bass groove in the back. Yeah, kind of like a breed. Kind of like who? Uh, breed. The oh, breed. The I thought you said Creed. Oh, <laughs> kind of like Creed. Not much yeah. like Creed. Um, yeah, like Breed, the yeah. Nirvana song. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This song grew on me a little bit. I did not like it at first, but I'm okay with it. And I, what I really appreciate is that. And I feel like, you know, I speak out of both sides of my mouth sometimes. Like, you know, I want a band to be diverse, but then I'm like, yeah, but like this song doesn't fit in the album. Yeah. Like this song, like kind of doesn't fit, but like the Chili Peppers by being, by not conforming to any rules, they're like, we're going to make this fit. Well, like we're going to shoehorn Angeles, this yeah, in the, there. The punk scene, you know, they're kind of trying to get everybody involved. Yeah. You know you're what right. I mean? Possibly. Yep. I don't, I don't know. I don't know the... No, I think I you're right. There. And uh, you know, right there, I interrupted you, which is I I was listening to old episodes today. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yesterday, I was listening to old episodes because you know we're about making ourselves better. Yeah. And the and you got to self critique. Yeah. And I was listening to a couple episodes, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, I need to just shut them up occasionally. <laughs> like even when you're talking and I'm agreeing with you, I'll be like, Yep, yep. Or our guest, I did a lot to Kevin. I was I was listening to Kevin's episode, the one the one where. Uh, we were waiting for the cop to show up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had to talk to the cop. And Kevin's like talking. and ta- If you want to listen to that episode, that is our Definitely Maybe episode. And, oh, whoops. The next song is playing already. I got to turn oh, this dude. off. Um, Ke- you know, the cop shows up and Kevin's talking and he's like, you know, talking about something. And I just keep, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Dude, just shut up. Let him talk. Uh, next song is Loving and Touching. And squeezing and walking and joking and smiling and teasing and hugging and kissing. And you can already tell that like, we and Anthony Kiedis like were fucked up one night and they just wrote this song together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But this, you mentioned um, 
that Brothers Cup kind of sounds like. Oh no, not Brothers Cup. You said this about if you want me to stay, the the Sly Stone song. You were like, oh, this kind of sounds like new Chili Peppers too. Oh yeah, Chili Peppers do this kind of thing a lot too uh-huh. now, where they do like a really quiet ballad, mm-hmm. um, and you know. This song is 37 seconds. Like it's half a, it's like the idea for a song that yeah. they never completed. But like there are a lot of elements of new chili peppers that are in there. Namely, I I always think that Anthony Kiedis when he sings kind of sounds like a baby. <laughs> like I actually kind of like it, mm-hmm. but it's unique. Yeah. To say the least. And and it's just like, you know, very stripped down and it's like kind of pretty it's yeah, not like yeah. it's not um and who was doing it with like like a usually people do that with like an acoustic guitar but like the, it's bass and that's kind of original for sure you know what I mean? sorry to interrupt dude you didn't interrupt yeah. i ha- i stopped and i was like i'm gonna let him finish this thought yeah no interruption is okay what i was doing that was annoying was just like yeah <laughs> yeah yeah just like <laughs> i'm not adding anything your comment added something we should go to like a restaurant and order like so you i don't even know what i'm like hey welcome to mcdonald's yeah (laughs) (laughs) what would you like today yeah i would like (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) exactly i think we said it enough times that it sounds different to ourselves now Uh uh-huh it's lost all meaning yeah it's just like a noise we make so that brings us to this is the only song on this album that i remember from what hits which is an album I've talked about several times on this podcast, um, Catholic Schoolgirls Rule. Oh, this one's cool. Mm-hmm. More rock. You kind of said it already. This song is cool, and that's really sort of all there is to mm. say. It's not much of a song either. Just like their previous album, like they stack the the long, in quotes, the long songs in the front, and then they start to get really short at the end. Um, this one reminds me, this is the first one to me that sounds like Suck My Kiss a little bit. Mm, yeah, I can Spe- hear it. Specifically the fact that they don't distort the guitars, but they still sound really big. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was something that when we started to cover "Suck My Kiss," I, I distorted the guitar when I played it because it was like, "Oh, that you know, it's it's big sounding." I just assumed it was distorted, and then when you listen closer, it's like, no, it's just fat toned. It's not yeah. really it's like, like ACDC. Yeah, it's not broken up at all, and it's the same thing with this one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this was on what hits, but. I think that's just because they made a music video for it, but it's not a single. Hmm. They're, the only two singles off this are Jungle Man and Hollywood, the first two songs. This one was not a single. So when we get to cover a cut and hidden gem, that one counts as a hidden gem. The next song is Sex Rap. Dude, I, I had the same note written down about this. Like, yeah. it's weird how, like, half the time in the verse when it gets to the like, they slow it yeah. down. That's the that's what saves this song for me. It's funny. Yeah. Like, it, the lyrics are funny. Um, but, you know, you can only... I can only listen to a song for a l- unless it's tenacious to you, I guess. Yeah. It's not jokes funny. It's just like I can't believe they're saying that. It's uh-huh. that kind of funny. And that can for me that doesn't last very long, but like there is some musicality yeah. to it. I think this is like one of the songs that they still play today. Are you serious? They still play sex rap? I mean not like a lot, but yeah. like I've seen it in the last couple years. <laughs> Let's do sex rap live. Yeah. That's funny. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was like, oh. Okay. Anyway, not much else to say Chad about Smith that one. with that drum intro, hell yeah. Here's one that's not, we're not allowed to say for cut, because it's not a song. Thoidy doity boids. Oh, I love this doity one. Doity Me too. Sitting on the cape, joyping and boyping and eating doity hood worms. 
Along comes Hoibie from Dirty Dirt and Dirt, saw the Dirty Dirty Boyd sitting on a coib, joyping and boyping and eating dirty at worms. Boy, was he disturbed. Like, in a way that, like, pisses me Look off a little bit. Like, turtle. it just irritates me because it's like, what the fuck is he saying? <laughs> you know, like, you know here what I mean? Is, here it is again. Dirty Dirty Boyd sitting on a coib, joyping and boyping and eating dirty at worms. Along comes Hoibie from Dirty Dirt and Dirt, saw the Dirty Dirty Boyd sitting on a coib, joyping and boyping and eating dirty at worms. Boy. It's like, shut up. <laughs> but I like it. I, I like it, I, I think it's cool, but it's like, if someone was talking to me like that, I'm like, do you need do you need some, like, w- what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on yeah. here, man? Dude, that's so funny. I, I like... It's just funny. I think maybe one of them was just like, listen to this New York accent I can do. And then they were like, dude, let's put that on the album. Yeah. Dude, do you think that when the album... Yeah, Yeah, I've been getting ready. I've been working on my New York accent. Yeah, that's... It's funny. I was like, hell yeah. So I'm going to press play again, and it's going to take us into the last last song, um, which has a good starting. It's my Uh, favorite. Oh, That turtle go, bro. Dude, I never noticed they have. There's harmonies with that. Oh, really? Like, look at listen closely. Look at that turtle go, oh, yeah. bro. One more time for you at home. It's like do 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 do. Look at that turtle go, bro. Look at that turtle go, bro. One more time. Look at that turtle go, bro. Look at that turtle go, bro. I'm a Bowie Islander, Solomon, Masana. I said, you know, the turtle was a king of the pond. A nice little pond, it was clean, it was neat. The water was warm, there was a plenty to eat. Until one day, the king of the mob decided the king to heal rulers too small. I'm a ruler of all that I see. Dude, when I saw that the title of this song was called Yurtle the Turtle, I was like, here's like a throwaway song that's gonna suck dude this song is cool as hell dude i thought the opposite i'm like oh a song called you're the turtle this is gonna be sweet (laughs) (laughs) you're less judgmental than me and in this case much smarter um i mean like how could you like something called you're the turtle has to hold up (laughs) (laughs) you're right you're right it's just like it has to you can't let your Yurtle the Turtle down. That's a good point. Like, if you're going to be so bold yeah. as to name a song Yurtle the Turtle, it better be, like, the real deal. Um, in I'm going to turn it up a little bit. We're about to get to a part where just, like, Kiedis is Anthony Kiedis is out, and everybody else is just doing something fucking cool. Now, granted, Hillel is pretty much doing like what I would call porno wah, wah guitar, like <laughs> yeah, wah, 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 wah. but it's like it's perfect for that. Uh-huh. You know, they got the horns going, and the the bass riff is sweet. The it never works when I'm singing it against the song that's still playing. But and then he's the drummer is playing like. So are there blocks or something? What's he doing back there? Do you remember? I'm a, I'm a sneeze right Oh, like right back here. then? It sounded like cowbells. Yeah, like yeah. Like a lot of different cowbells. <laughs> Lots of cowbells. They do the same thing in um, Hump de Bump. Yeah, yeah. Later on. Yeah. So, um, dude, I, I like this song a lot. Yeah. Kind of rem- <laughs> reminds me of uh, Where's Daddy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just kind of like... <laughs> Daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that too. Yeah. Not as controversial lyric wise, <laughs> I suppose. You're the turtle. <laughs> or maybe it's like <laughs> about bestiality. <laughs> so, um, 
So this is... Oh, sorry. No, no, you do it. I was just going to say, this is kind of like the first album, but a little bit more structured, I guess. Yeah, yes. They There's clearly growth. Uh-huh. Um, same, same mission. Yeah. But, you know. Yep. Um, I would say Anthony Kiedis grew the most. Mm. The The rapping like the style the yeah. flow as i said a million times in the lap- last episode is better um probably with a little help from george yeah he probably had yep. a lot to do with that um did, did you listen to that george clinton cd no okay did you, you take lended, it yeah okay. you lent me one and i i will but um back to this i think we like to at the end you know we'll rank these but we're far enough away from that that I can. S- it's not really spilling the beans because I'm not sure. I'm not sure which I like better, the first one or this one. I think. I think self-titled has more songs that I'm like. I want to hear that song right now. Oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I don't know. Like as a collection, might be a little bit more. Yeah, it's a stronger like full album, yeah. but like. But I'm not sure that I'm going to be like pulling this one out a lot mm-hmm. to be like, oh, I need to. Um, I will say that, you know, I said in the last episode that because I don't own a lot of these, like I'm going to be doing a lot of, um, I'm going to be doing a lot of like, what's going to determine whether or not I buy the next album is whether I like the one we oh, reviewed. Yeah. And I liked, I liked Red Hot Chili Peppers. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy Freaky Styley. And then. I was debating whether I was going to buy Uplift, the next one, Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Debating it. But, because I'm not sure that I'd give this album, you know, if I was going to rate it on a five scale. Yeah. I think I might only give it like a three for me. Yeah. But, but then I was thinking about, I was like, Jungle Man, I like enough. And it's diverse and weird enough that I got, I respect it enough to be like, yeah, I'll buy Uplift. Yeah. So... I've already bought it. It's in my yeah. possession. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Do you have an overall thought on this one? No, I think it's a uh, pretty original for at the time, and they're obviously don't give a shit about what other people think. Dude, that is, you know, that's right. Yeah, that's true. So that's um, respectable. Yeah. Um. Well, we got to do this before we freak because I we I don't know. I was like, you know, we were in a hurry to quit last night or have it be done last time mm-hmm. and we i panicked and we forgot to do cover cut hidden gem last yeah. week and i had you text it to me because what i was gonna do was was just like tag it on oh yeah before i posted but then i didn't get the text till like early in the morning yeah so. sorry dude. <laughs> no, that's okay um which which one do you want to do first self-titled or we're gonna styling? do both yeah yeah we okay. should tell people what we like Okay, I'll, let's go to the first. The one I would cover is True Men, my favorite hidden gems, uh, Mommy, Where's Daddy? Oh, yeah. And then... Uh, Cut. I don't, I don't... I can't remember. Yeah. Um. I mean, you don't have to pick if you yeah, don't want. I mean, it'd be one of those drum songs with like the um, 16th notes on the hi-hat. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, out in LA or yeah, police helicopter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like take your pick of the uh-huh. ones that you're not crazy about. Um, my hidden gem and and cover would be the True Man. You know that uh-huh. that's the jam on here. Although Green Heaven, I really like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could you know maybe put it up there. Um, the one I would cut is is um is actually Why Don't You Love Me? I think. I'm already second. By the way, you always sing the same. That's that doesn't count. That's the 14 second one. Like we're not allowed to cut that one. Um, Why don't you love me? Is the Hank Williams cover? Uh, Which the first time I listened to it, I was like, Nah, it doesn't do it for me. mm -hmm. But then again, like the chorus is kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think I cut Police Helicopter. Out in L.A. has some cool parts in it, and Police Helicopter is kind of like barely a song. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a big Police Helicopter fan, I guess. So, Sounds like a band. It does. It does. So to the one we're talking about, Freaky Styley, 
we'll, we'll, we'll go through a little slower here. What one of these, and you can pick any of them, what one would you cover? Cover? I would probably cover the cover. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, if you want me to stay. Yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I am surprised. I don't, you know, there's only like 14 songs. I don't know why I would uh-huh. be surprised that you'd pick any of them, but that's an interesting thought. Yep. Do, any reason in particular? Because you might be thinking of something on that. It'd not. just be everybody knows it, you know. Mm. Did Good. you know it before this? Because I did. I did, yeah. I've yeah. heard it, yeah. Etta James also covered it, like in the early 90s, I think. Hmm. So that would be another reason people yeah. might know it. Um, I think that if we were going to cover one, this is loaded. Because are we... Are we already talking about how like Hollywood is like a cover of Africa, like a song uh, about being black? And Jungle Man kind of sounds like that too. You're stuck on Jungle Man, bro. So I don't know if we could cover Jungle Man. I think I this is like such a cop out, but I think Catholic Schoolgirls Rule. Oh yeah, is the one I would uh-huh. do, even though I already know it was on their greatest hits, and like it's an easy one to say, but it rocks, dude. It does rock. I think that's the one I'd pick. What one would you cut? Uh, fuck my ass. What else? <laughs> Cherry's Jubilee, and that's it. Um. Play American Ghost Dance again. Oh, you like this one. Oh, yeah. Play that one. Brothers Cup or Black Eyed Blonde? Black Eyed Blonde. You like it when, do you listeners like it when we hash out our cover cut hidden gem as we're recording? <laughs> It's like the same thing that was on the first album, you know. Yeah. No, you're right. Okay, that's a good reason. Um, I would cut. Uh, never mind. Hmm. The one where that, that's, that's like a diss song. One, yeah. Yeah. I'm just not. It doesn't do anything for mm-hmm. me. And it, yeah, that's it. Um, hidden gem. The only ones you can't pick are Jungle Man and Hollywood, dude. Obviously, Yurtle the Turtle, dude. Dude, obviously. <laughs> Yurtle the Turtle is my hidden gem, yeah. too. Let's give that another listen, just just so you know. Just so you can recognize. Oh, bro. I'm One more time. Look at that turtle go, bro. Look at that turtle go, bro. Look at that turtle go, bro. Look at that How many times can I do go, this? Bro. Before Look we're like, people don't want to hear that anymore. Like half the people just like stop listening. You think? Or do you think they're like, I need to hear that one more time? Well, you're in luck. Look at that turtle go, bro. I'm a Bowie Island of So that's Freaky Styly. Which means that next week is the Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Which is a cool album name. It is a cool album name. Um, little bit of foreshadowing because I've already I've already listened to it a little bit. Mm. Um, nah, mm, no foreshadowing. You're just gonna have to listen next. Hit subscribe so you can find out what happens. Next. Let me tell you, you're gonna have a chock full episode next week. Uplift Mofo party plan and my review of North Shore Adult Diapers. Oh yeah, yeah. Anything else? Get wet. Get turtles. <laughs> I wasn't even I wasn't even ready with the theme song, but here we go. Don't forget to get wet. Don't forget to follow us on the social medias. That would be at Wet Bandits Band for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, Wait, hashtag. I, I have what? something to say. So, yeah. am I like Richard Patrick because I listen to like my song? before and after the podcast well no i i'm the one who okay. put it on here i just, just want to get that out there no you're hashtag not richard, patrick. richard pa- yeah hashtag richard patrick hashtag sam not richard patrick yeah. that's a clunky <laughs> hashtag but, um yeah so dude i have to next week i need to tell my my best friend 
texted me the other day and he was like, man, Army of Anyone, underrated, man. And then I quote, he texted me this, Richard Patrick is legit. And I about threw my cell phone out the window of my moving vehicle. <laughs> I, I just need a new cell phone after that. <laughs> <laughs> You've tainted this. Yeah. So anyway, uh, next week, we've got it all for you. Always, don't forget to get wet. Bye. Bye. Where they sold their souls. I got a story. Story once was sold. Two young boys go into the liquor store where they sold their souls. Hey, yeah.